It's 2022. Do you know where your consumer is? The Channel Mastery Podcast is created for executives who are obsessed with knowing everything about their target consumers, because that's what unlocks the future success and impact of our brands and businesses today. Every week on this podcast, we dig deep to bring you what's working and what's not when it comes to winning the attention of and building loyalty with your target consumer. We've got a lot to share, so let's get to it. And thanks so much to Verde Brand Communications for being the presenting sponsor of the Channel Mastery Podcast. Let's do this. Welcome, everyone, to episode 193 of the Channel Mastery Podcast. My name is Kristen Carpenter, and I'm your host and the founder of Verde Brand Communications. Thank you so much for joining me here today. And also, thank you to Verde for being the founding sponsor of Channel Mastery please check us out at veritypr.com. I also want to thank Lifetime Incorporated and the 2023 Sea Otter Classic Executive Summit for being our presenting sponsor of our brand new season of the Channel Mastery Podcast. So earlier this year in April, Verity and Lifetime launched the inaugural Sea Otter Classic Executive Summit just before Sea Otter, the kickoff to the camping and cycling seasons. Through our research, we knew our executive guests really wanted to look up and out for the first time since the onset of operating through the pandemic. And we were dedicated to enabling them to do just that through the programming and the networking we provided at the summit. We're also now dedicated to enabling you to do just that every week through what we provide on the podcast. And we're really interested in hearing from you on what those topics should be, what resources you want, what networking opportunities will work best for you to have a peer community that's really committed to doing this together. It is such an important time to look up and out. We're all leading through, I guess what you can call a unique time. It's filled with challenge and opportunity. You know well that what got you to where you are today won't be what gets you to the expansive future you know is possible for you as an outdoor rec brand. We saw such tremendous growth through the pandemic. There is such opportunity in the challenging headwinds we're operating through today. And I feel confident saying that back in April, I think we all knew this year would be a year like no other, but 2022 has really become probably a a historically unique year. (laughs) The best laid plans, right? This year has proven that having the ability to change course quickly and commit to a move and de-risk it as you're moving are the new table stakes for winning in business. Everyone is living their own version of this, whether you're running the operation, leading demand planning, sales, or marketing, we are all living a proverb, the best laid plans. I'm a past journalist and present day nerd, and I wanted to share a backstory of that proverb, the best laid plans from Wiktionary. It is an expression used to signify the futility of making detailed plans when the ability to fully or even partially execute them is uncertain. Well, that really sums up 2022 to date. I'm just going to go on a limb and do this for all of us. I'm calling 2022 the year of the great weirdness. The best laid plan is about rearview mirror blueprints, and we all have a tendency to build forward from what we've known to work in the past, but that isn't cutting it anymore in our businesses today. That's what today's show is about, leading your business with an ongoing consideration of and rapid execution of new approaches. 
It's about looking up and out together and operating a business on decisions based on moving targets. So August's economic review from the National Retail Federation sums up where we are pretty well. Like sailing, it says, projections require constant adjustment to changing winds and hazards, and the economy is clearly navigating challenging headwinds that leave us far from a safe port. It goes on to say the economy is complex, the data is imperfect, and we cannot account for all of the interactions, particularly in economic growth, inflation, and monetary policy. This, my friends, is the great weirdness. The report underscores as we head into September 2022, economic growth is at a pivot point. As we look back, we see the economy contracted at an annual rate of 1.6% in the first quarter, followed by 0.9% in the second quarter of 2022. And the back-to-back contractions are definitely heightening fear of a recession. But while the economy has lost momentum heading into the second half of the year, the economic data is not consistent with a typical recession. That's kind of weird. The driver of the U.S. economy is the consumer, and spending has been fueled by the stronger-than-ever labor market. Yet spending has slowed, but has not stopped, by inflation. The NRF's calculations showed retail sales were up 7% year-over-year for the first six months of the year, despite the headwinds. This despite softening consumer demand also. So, demand has clearly slowed, But the slowdown is entirely a result of towering inflation, NRF reports. So a lot of articles you and I have been seeing throughout August are reporting inflation has peaked in the U.S. Inflation forecasts continue to be highly uncertain, though, and supply constraints factor into the second half of the year. And we're going to get into supply chain here in just a few minutes. But before we do, it's important that we talk about de-risking how we serve our consumers by reconsidering what it means today to buy versus shop. Scott Buelter, in episode 191, that's just two episodes ago, all of these are at veritypr.com under the podcast tab. On the Channel Mastery podcast, he said that the vast amount of data his company Ascent360 parses through monthly for his clientele sees with certainty that the outdoor recreation shopper leans more toward traits of a luxury consumer. Luxury goods are doing pretty well, and the luxury consumer is still spending in August 2022, right? E-commerce Times reported on July 13th, while inflation is forcing Americans to reduce discretionary spending, shopping still appears to be strong among the luxury set, according to a survey released in mid-July by Saks Luxury Pulse. All of the links to all of this are in the show notes, by the way. So high-income consumers continue to spend on luxury, including health, wellness, and fitness products, according to this report, which is really good for us in Outdoor Rec. Euromonitor International mirrored this with its latest luxury goods data that projects a 6% growth in luxury over 2022 for this year. That's pretty impressive considering the weird backdrop consumers are living in today. And I always put this out there. Our businesses are experiencing turbulence because our consumer is living with all this weirdness. And as we saw through COVID, our consumer is pretty bionic at solving for what they want today. Let's consider what buying versus shopping means as we look at how our consumer solves for solutions in the weirdness of today. Historically, buying is needs-based and shopping is wants-based. 
And I was inspired to look at this topic after listening to a podcast by Steve Dennis, who is a former and future guest on Channel Mastery and the author of Remarkable Retail. I've included his link to the book and the podcast also in our show notes, by the way. So Dennis points out the obvious in his podcast, shopping and buying have changed in recent years thanks to the endless aisle that search pains and marketplaces have brought. But more important to our show today is how shopping and buying continue to change and have changed so much in the the past few months of 2022 as we look at the weirdness, right? War, belief polarization, inflation, potential recession, all affecting consumers. So despite this, Dennis still aligns buying with completing a task. It's convenience, it's easy access, it's speed, it's price. Not so much brand preference. Buyers are in a non-emotional state. Shopping, however, is still about effectiveness over efficiency. And this is the really, really important point I want you to consider as you're looking at new approaches and executing those quickly. With the weirdness, our high-consideration shopper is more committed to investing more time today to get the right outcome. What we must prioritize in our high-consideration consumers is that meeting the emotional need is the most important. It's discovery-driven instead of search-driven. It is heart overhead. (laughs) Our high-consideration consumer is not parting with cash as quickly today, that's for sure. That means it's a longer window for discovery, engagement, for research. Our consumer is in a longer consideration window for a high-consideration product, okay? That is a longer nurture sequence. Think about that and prioritize that as outdoor rec leaders. Our very future depends on growing our relationships with this exact shopper. So Lifetime Sea Otter Classic Summit 2023 is joining Faraday Brand Communications as our sponsor for this new year. The goal is to deliver the solutions and best-in-class resources presented to executives in the outdoor recreation industries at the summit to you every week on the Channel Mastery Podcast. And we couldn't be more excited to exceed your expectations on that goal every week. So at the summit earlier this year in April 2022, right before the Sea Otter Classic, we gathered over 200 executive leaders from the outdoor, bike, endurance, and vehicle-supported adventure markets for two days of business intelligence, specialty market resourcing, and peer networking. It was awesome because it happened right before the Sea Otter Classic, which literally had about 80,000 consumers there. And guess how many people camped at the Sea Otter for multiple nights? Almost 7,000. Okay, this is a a very special consumer event and to have this right before it is huge. We're going to share all the details on the 2023 summit in a very uh, near-term episode here and watch, uh, we'll be announcing things from a marketing standpoint, but I just wanted to make sure and thank Lifetime and Verde Brand Communications. Thank you so much. As we continue to deal with big challenges in our brands today, including inventory glut and the fire under our collective asses to move product, consider that fragile relationship we have with this prized consumer. Do you think they want to engage and go deeper with a brand that's always on sale? Or would they rather discover and go deeper with a brand that mirrors their values and tells a story that resonates with them? I mean, what's more valuable to you as you continue to pay more and more for new consumers today. 
Let's remember that the most successful brand is the brand that supports a belief the consumer has in their head about themselves. Think of it like this. Our high consideration consumer says to themselves, people like us buy stuff like this. Now that is belonging to a brand. That is emotional connection. That's where we need to invest and protect our brands as all forms of promotion kick off through the next few crucial months of retail sales and for 2023. So back to the topic of feeling compelled to move product. I would be remiss to not mention the supply chain problems in a show meant to provoke thinking about new approaches and executing on those new approaches in our businesses. In fact, I'm going to go so far as to say that problems with the legacy supply chain are the biggest alligator next to our collective boats. I found an incredibly insightful and thought-provoking blog post written by Doug Stevens about a month ago. He's known as the retail prophet, and I know a bunch of you are probably familiar with him. His blog post I'm referring to is titled The Future of Retail in the New Era of Risk, and the link to it is also in the notes for this episode at veritypr.com under the podcast tab. So there's some stuff in here that is probably not going to make you stoked, but it's important for us to look at. And remember, Channel Mastery is a peer community of executives who are committed to doing things differently and looking up and out together. So you're not alone in, in hearing this if it strikes a chord with you in a good or a bad way. Stevens boldly states that for most companies today, supply chain planning remains largely a, quote, finger to the wind exercise. He goes on to say that most use some combination of volume, velocity, and visibility to project supply and demand. And many, if not most, still rely on fairly rudimentary data sets, such as stock on hand, sales velocity, order lead time, and in-transit order quantity. Sprinkle in some accounting, he says, for seasonality, and you've got inventory management 101. It's a system that was feasible when the planet was less interconnected and change moved a lot more slowly. It's a rear view mirror legacy system. Let's face it, it is not viable any longer due to an increasingly intertwined and fast moving global landscape. I mean, let's just consider what we're dealing with here today in August of 2022, consider weather patterns, industry sales projections, macroeconomic indicators, geopolitical issues, transportation costs, and environmental performance optimization. All of this weirdness is inextricably tied to consumer trends. We're living it as consumers, just as we are as operators. These are new and dynamic data points, he says, pioneering companies that are outperforming competitors in revenue growth and margin expansion are using AI and machine learning in their demand planning systems as well as regionalized redundancies. And it's all in his article. So I really encourage you to go check it out and read it and share it. Stevens also traces the problems, and this is super important, back to retail's legacy performance indicator, price, as the cornerstone of competitiveness. I have to argue, that's also the cornerstone of brand competitiveness in so many cases, especially as we're going through such a challenging time in our businesses. So business leaders must, Stephen says, once and for all, appreciate that the singular pursuit of low cost comes with extraordinary high risk, risks that make business far less competitive. 
In fact, most companies today are accounting for only the front-end advantage that low cost might afford them. What they're failing to properly consider, he says, are the back-end costs that accompany it. I love the most relevant example I could find in his article, and it is this. The massive orders and long lead times implicit in most globalized supply chains are making responding to fluctuations in demand impossible. This is all driven by the great weirdness, everyone. Economic turmoil, civil unrest, climate-driven events, the pandemic we're in, and the next pandemic. His point is that change today moves at light speed compared to only a few years ago. We've crossed over into an era where disruption is so frequent and fast-moving that we absolutely have to rethink and rebuild legacy supply chains. He has a lot of solutions outlined in there. I would love to hear from you on LinkedIn. You can go to Kristen Carpenter, my LinkedIn page, and share with me what your most important takeaways were from this article. It's really thought-provoking. Stevens uses and talks about, most importantly, the argument of redefining our concept of cost for the tumultuous age of weirdness we're operating in and through. The best laid plans. They are truly from the rearview mirror. I am challenging all of us to look up and out and look ahead to the future. And I love the way he summed it up as blindly working to reduce unit costs. That's not looking up and out. This is competitive advantage of the far, far past that has somehow managed to remain in our businesses today. Legacy operating systems like this are blindly working to create change that literally cannot happen until the structure is changed. This is competitive advantage of the past and the expansive future, he says, will be about eliminating risk. The only way to get there is to operate with discipline to consider new approaches and act quickly to implement them. That's the pathway to not only de-risking decisions, but to eliminating risk going forward. So that's a lot, but these are just some of the things that we are grappling with as operators in the outdoor rec space today. I'm really, really glad you're on this journey with us together in this community. And I really, again, wanna emphasize a peer community is so important to this change and managing effectively through it. Executive leaders who are committed to harnessing the opportunity are who we need to surround ourselves with at this time. All of the challenges and weirdness we continue to face are not going anywhere. And I think bold decisions are needed to continue to build and grow and expand through what is a challenging but incredibly opportune time. I look forward to hearing from you on LinkedIn to know exactly what we can bring to you in terms of addressing new challenges or existing challenges in your business and what solutions you need. That's what this show is for. I'm basically here to bird dog that for you. And we're building forward toward the 2023 April Sea Otter Classic Summit Executive Event to bring you together in person to problem solve and work through those together. But every week in this podcast, we get to take steps together. So just throwing that out there, putting out a huge call to action. Thank you so much for joining us today. And let's work on this together. We are a peer community committed to excellence. And every week you're going to get a new dose of what it means to look up and out in your business. And I'm so grateful that you're here with us on this journey. 
Thanks, and I look forward to seeing you right here next week on the Channel Mastery Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the Channel Mastery Podcast. Please give us a thumbs up if you like what you hear, share it with a colleague or friend, and also make sure to rate and review us on your favorite podcast platform. 